2: It's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a trio of feathery brethren, weathering any season to see. The Eagles eating teams like Scrammy's topped with cheese. It's Philadelphia, Bo Sheel and Zach kicking it. Cooler than three penguins till Zach runs off with his valet keys. He's a real nuanced goose. Pull up a branch, get loose. It's time for some juice on some Birds with Friends. The early bird gets the worm. But prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo Sheel and Zach coming at you with steps and things. He's
1: flapping their wings on. With friends. With all I know
3: with is Zach friends. said he has a game where he all don't read both 7,000 <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I'm in. Let's go. Let's do it. And, yeah, and so the purpose yeah, of, that's of what
2: oh, I, Really, oh. what I needed was not to get at least <laughs> one more reader. Hello, everybody, and welcome to your post game pod Birds with Friends edition. Beowulf, Zach Berman, following the Eagles' 30 to 28 loss to the Baltimore Ravens, Uh, uh, an interesting game that was garbanzo beans for the first half, and then featured a spirited comeback from Carson Wentz and a real, you know, an an even bigger group of, uh, you know, mash unit stuff. I don't know. It's late. The game was like eight hours ago. I don't even know what we're doing here. Zach, like, is this team even worth talking about? How are you?
3: I'm well. I'm excited for the show. Uh, is this team worth talking about? Absolutely, they're worth talking about. Uh, now, now that being said, I don't think they should be absolved, or or I I agree with the sentiment that they are a resilient team, given the fact that they came back and the way they played late in the game. But I think when you look at the overall picture, they're still a bad team, and it cannot be overstated that they are one four and one, and this notion that like they play hard, and that they come back in games, that this isn't that's peewee true. football.
2: There's no brownie points.
3: It, well, it's 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 binary though. That's the thing. Except when you choose to punt in overtime for a tie, yeah. uh, but but otherwise, it's 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 binary and. They've lost a lot. Here, Listen, this obviously. is a results business. <laughs> I, I I know you're kind of joking here, but it is true. And the other thing I, I, I do want to point out is that the reason they lost this game goes goes beyond just the fact that they're injured. And and, and part of the injuries, by the way, are their own doing. Or or, or right. part of the plight of the injuries, I, I should say. But they made mistakes throughout the game. Um on on all three phases, you know, they did not have a first down until late in the second Until quarter. their seventh drive. Exactly. Uh, special teams, uh, Jake Elliott missed a 52-yard field goal in a two-point loss. And to, to quote Andy Reid, you can all count, or, or, or we, we can all we count. We can all count. I mean, and, you
2: know, l- let's not pretend like even if the Eagles had tied that game up, that the Ravens weren't going to just easily get a field goal.
3: And then, yeah, well, <laughs> that's true, especially with a uh, with, yeah, with Justin the Tucker,
2: greatest kicker of all time,
3: and then uh, defensively, even though they played better, Lamar Jackson had his first 100 yard game, and uh, I'm sorry, his first 100 yard rushing game of, of the season. And you can't say besides that one big run because, like that one big run, was a big play. And the other thing too is the is the opening drive. There, uh, the Ravens converted third and ten. The Ravens converted third and eleven. Even in, in getting back to the offense, you know, Carson Wentz had a costly fumble. Um, John Hightower had a costly drop. There are a lot of things that happened in this game that went beyond the fact that Jamon Brown was your starting right guard. So I understand and I, I understand the fact that when they finished that game, when they went out there for that that fateful two point conversion, Carson Wentz and Jason Kelly were the only I'm sorry, I'm sorry Jason Kelsey were the only starters remaining, or their only projected starters remaining on the field. So that shows you the situation they were in. But that does does not make up for the fact that they're one four and one right now.
2: That's for sure. So let's get to uh, let's get to the important stuff, and that is the results of uh, swooper sore casting. The important stuff. The important stuff. <laughs> now uh, I know there's been a lot of talk about the rules. The rules for this week were said from the beginning. There's no adjusting the rules midstream. Potentially moving forward, we can make it uh, based on the turkeys you use, but those were not the rules this week. And so we go by the rules, which were, did you get your predictions correct? Shiel had three predictions. One of them came true. His Marlon Humphrey force fumble. So nice job by Shield, One for three. Zach, you also had three, and you got one as well. And that was an eagle scoring his first touchdown of the season. Congratulations. You had two of them with JJ Ortega Arthe- Whiteside and Jason Kroom. Hmm. and then Bo six different ones diversified his assets only needs two got four no interceptions for Carson Wentz back to back plays for Jalen Hurts Travis Fulgum leads the team in receiving and Lamar Jackson has a 30 plus yard touchdown run
3: Color so me go. stunned that Bo wins a game in in, the, in a, a, a game in which he devises the rules Color me stunned by that hmm. taking a whiff
2: okay <laughs> uh so I guess let's, let's talk about the offense and let's talk about the injuries because, uh, you know, Zach Ertz goes down in this game with an ankle injury. Miles Sanders goes down in this game. What was his injury? Zach
3: knee
2: knee. Oh, that's good. That's always what you want to hear from your running back. Um, and so yes, they, they were making this spirited comeback at the end of the game, you know, 22 fourth quarter points. Carson Wentz is just getting, you know, annihilated by the Ravens defense And he's got an offensive line of Jordan Mailata at left tackle, Nate Herbig at left guard, which is okay. Now, I do think this was probably Mailata's worst game of the three games, just in terms of I think there were some missed assignments against this, this tricky Ravens defense, which we sort of expected. Kelsey at center. And then you talked about Jamon Brown at right guard. And then in comes your boy, Brett John Toth at right tackle. And i got I have to believe that that's the worst tackle guard combination there's been in the league this year because those guys those guys were uh you know like doing about as good as I think you and I could have done
3: that's not well true. i i mean i'm I'm sure that they did better than I could do Jamon uh, Brown is bad man yeah I mean, but of
2: course he's bad he's been he was released by teams that already ha- that had like really bad offensive line situations so.
3: So, the, so the Eagles were down to their third options at left tackle and right tackle, and their fourth option at right guard,
2: fifth if you count Brooks, right?
3: Yeah, true, true. Well, Brooks, um, Peters, Herbig. Prior. I didn't include uh, Peters in there because because Peters didn't play there. Okay. Uh, so, so, but uh, yeah, you could say fifth option at right guard. That, that's, I think that's now great.
2: some of these guys may be coming back, but I think you got I think you got to put Herbig back at right guard and Suapeta at left guard. Well, For the we, next game, you mean? Yeah, we know we know that Jamon Brown's bad. Let's at least find out if Opetta's bad.
3: Well, we need to see what happens with with Pryor. That's that's the yeah that's, that's the thing. I mean, Pryor after the podcast the other day went on. Pryor's is not great either. Was, I'd
2: still rather even even if Pryor's healthy, I'd rather see Opetta.
3: Well, you were an Opeta stand, so well, there's
2: no doubt about that. Look at you using stan.
3: <laughs> that's the first time I've, I've ever used it. I hope yeah, I you used pulled that it off.
2: You pulled it off very well. Okay, good. Thank you. I thought that was a good job. Uh, okay. But, uh, you know, Carson Wentz, now he does – he was not, like, he was not great in this game. Um, he had an interception overturned. He had the fumble. Like, he has got to stop turning over the ball. And he missed a couple of throws, especially to Zach Ertz. Uh, but, I mean, boy, was he tough. There's no doubt about that. I, this was a career-high 16 quarterback hits that he had in this game. And these were not, uh, you know, these were not, you know uh, – pillow fight hits. These were, these were some hard hitting hits that he was taking and he, you know, moves that team down the field at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, a, a bunch of, uh, quick throws off zero blitzes, you know, the, I mean the touchdown pass to Travis Fulgham, that sort of, uh, fourth down jump ball throw. That's what sort of makes it silly that like they, they had a chance to win this game because that's a fit like a, a, a very low percentage play. But credit to him for putting it in a good spot and, and you know finally trusting Fulgham. The, the first half of this game, the play calling was driving me nuts because you've got this guy Fulgham. They're not even throwing him the ball. The first six drives, he had no targets. And no wonder they
3: go th- five three and outs in one fumble. What are we doing, Doug? It's a valid point. And Fulgham, I, I think we saw in the second half, like just if you just put the ball up to him, good things are going to happen. You, give you him a shot. The hes touchdown. the best player on the team. The, the pass and the the pass interference as well. Like like just yeah. just give him a chance to make a play on the ball. Uh, but but you were absolutely correct about Wentz in terms of the way he played late, but he also played poorly early. He did.
2: Um, so I don't know. I mean, I I thought that this was relatively. Uh encouraging from Wentz like it, it, this mm-hmm. was in terms of the six games we've seen from him this season this absolutely maybe his best or second best um and there was also that that first um drive of the game he hits Hightower in stride on what should have been a huge play on you know third and 22 or whatever it was um so there were some drops and there were there were some other drops in this game too so uh, I yeah I mean I did think he was fine I, I I guess it all comes down to these next three games for the Eagles, but uh, it's hard to—it's hard to. We talked about this as sort of a free money game, so it's mm-hmm. hard to get—it's hard to get too upset. But like that first half was just atrocious. Like, like I—I'm sure that there were, you know, thirty percent of Eagles fans who just turned the game off.
3: Correct. Yeah. the f- The first half of, of, offensively was bad. Uh, I I agree with 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 everything you said there. The free money game. I just my opening point there. The reason I I made it is because, in just listening to the post game comments, I, I feel like this is a team that is like congratulating themselves for for playing hard, right? Yeah, they're, they're like congratulating those are, yeah,
2: themselves. Those are table stakes.
3: Yeah, for for not giving up. You know, for not just throwing in the towel at halftime. Like. That first half was bad, yes. If they came out in the second half and continued playing like that, that would be even worse, <laughs> right? So they they played yeah, inspired football true. down the stretch, but they still lost the game, and and I
2: just right. And the Ravens like did not. It's not like the Ravens like were playing well and they were hanging with them. The Ravens just sort of gave up in this game, and then yeah, they like had the, a, they had a big enough lead that it was
3: fine to do that. Our our Ravens reporter Jeff Reebek, he's yeah, you know, he's been all over that that team this year. And, like, like they're routinely scoring over 30 points a game. I, I can only imagine what the Eagles would say if
2: it. Right. If you. If, if, if yeah, how, congrats, it, how back padding they would be. Exactly. It is true. I mean, now, like, it is true that uh, Doug Peterson has established that his teams uh, do not give up. Yes. Okay. That's good. Like it, it. That is a a good trait to have as a head coach. His players play for him. You know, he's not Matt Patricia. He's not Adam Gase. That's great. Uh, it would be nice if they didn't have to have their their metal tested every season and every week. If they could just not uh, step all over themselves in the first half of every game, and like I'm sorry, like the the play calling is not good enough. The the offensive scheming is not is not creative enough. And that's why, like, I think it's time for this this team, given that they are down uh, so many players on offense and they are not finding a way to make things work consistently, you know who gives them juice is Jalen Hurts. And I'm not saying Jalen Hurts should be replacing Carson Wentz. I think they need to be leaning all the way into the two-quarterback offense.
3: I understand what you're saying, and it's perfectly reasoned. And every time you, you watch Jalen Hurts, he, he gives them juice. I just don't know like I, I don't know if 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 the answer for the Eagles offense is playing Carson Wentz at wide receiver more, if that makes sense.
2: I think it is. A, you get he he gets hit less. Okay. Uh B, like their offense is better. Do you know what their their yards are? Uh, they have done 18 plays this year with Jalen Hurts on the field, Zach. Mm-hmm. 180 yards. Now, you, you say that maybe that's buoyed a little bit by the 74-yard run from Miles Sanders today. You take that away. You take away their worst play, which was a, an 8-yard loss fumble. That's still 7.1 yards per play. That would be the best in the league. It's only 16 plays. But, like, this, this – uh, like halfway in halfway out where you just put jalen hurts on the field for four plays a game when you have nothing else going on offense he should be playing 20 snaps a game and you've got these like these these no chance first yard runs to miles sanders uh, and second and long runs that they keep doing let's at least get get a little bit creative here and you took this guy in the second round for a reason. The offense is devoid of talent. Put the guy who was worthy of a second round pick on the on the field. And it and it's also like you invited this dynamic that Carson Wentz is, you know, mentally tough enough to handle having another quarterback on the field with him. Okay, let's let's buy into that and let's go forward. Let's have an identity. This team has no identity. Let's let's actually build the one thing that is working.
3: Well, it it certainly Will mess with defenses. Like if 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 a defense from play to play and drive to drive is trying to figure out what's going on there, then then I I yeah that absolutely helps the Eagles. The the one reservation I I have is that like I I still think your your best chance as an offense is to have Carson Wentz at 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 quarterback.
2: Well, Carson Wentz can still be a quarterback. You're still I mean you're going to run the ball sometimes anyway. Mm-hmm. maybe Carson Wentz doesn't have to be the one
3: handing the ball off when you're True. running the ball. True, but, but it's essentially like playing 10 on 11. Well, not necessarily. Oh, I mean, although what Carson if, uh, does block better than, than yeah, like some of these was, wide receivers. He, he, was, he was blocking all the
2: way downfield on, <laughs> exactly. on the first Hurts uh, run. Um, but also, I mean, it doesn't have to be Hurts at quarterback. Hurts can be in the backfield. True. If, no, especially I agree. If, especially if Miles Sanders is down, like wouldn't you rather have Wentz handing off to Jalen Hurts than to, you know,
3: Boston yes. Scott or Corey Clement? Yes, yes. Yes, I I I would you you bring up a good point and it was like it was so it was so blatantly clear today that after those first six drives when Jalen Hurts came on the field for that seventh drive Something the first player of the that drive,
2: offense. a twenty-yard run, it, and it totally changed. It totally, totally changed. changed the offense. It totally changed the tenor of the game.
3: No doubt about it. No doubt.
2: I agree. So, so stop like being blind to that. It, it, you know, it's the, it's. It, I think it's sort of the same thing. It's it's uh, part and parcel with what you're saying. In this team is de, is still delusional and still thinking that it is like you know the defending NFC East champs and, and a team that's been to the playoffs three years in a row. This team is bad. They need to realize they're bad. They need to stop, uh, you know, making these short-term decisions like the Casey Hill for Vinnie Curry thing. Great, get you know, Vinnie Curry really was the difference in this game today. Two tackles, that was huge. That really made the difference, and it was worth uh, losing a young, promising pass rusher. Um, so, like, open your eyes as to what's going on here. This team is is not good. But there are things that are working, so let's build around the things that are working instead of still making them a minor part. It's the same. It's like Travis Fulgham. Like Travis Fulgham's coming off a ten catch, one fifty yard game, and he doesn't get a target until late in the second quarter. Mm -hmm.
3: You're right, and I mean, I I just need to see how it would be done in a way that that does not detract from Carson Wentz. But why but that's the whole thing. They
2: drafted him in the second round.
3: So well, of course, they like, shouldn't
2: be worried that it's going to detract from Carson Wentz. This is
3: the whole idea. I'm not saying detract from, from Carson Wentz's is psyche. But I'm Zach, saying, in this like, game the, Detracting in, Carson Wentz's is production.
2: Yeah, but Zach, that's in this literally in this game The first six drives, Jalen Hurts wasn't on the field, and Carson Wentz was playing like crap. And then then Jalen Hurts comes on the field, the offense gets a little little bit of juice, and Carson Wentz has a great rest of the game. So why should you be worried that it's going to affect his production?
3: You're absolutely right. Now I don't know if if like correlation and causation there, but uh, you're absolutely right. Okay. I
2: mean you can you can you can argue argue back with me but
3: no I but, well because I I I don't disagree I just I don't I don't, with, I don't that disagree that, with the I concept sh- I, I don't think
2: that's a realistic concern because you see, like so the, what the, you take away 5 of his throws or something like that over the course of a game so
3: what Yeah the reason I'm not arguing with you is 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 because I agree with the concept I just don't know about the execution like I and I'm not a coach so I I don't know how you, how you do that in a way that that well, does contract. We just
2: got to ask Marty Marty
3: Morningweg. He was a part of the Lamar Jackson pre <laughs> right. That's true, but well, uh, got Marty here. It, but it's 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 certainly too when you look at at the offensive line, like anything that that can get you to the perimeter, in, in in my opinion, is a good thing right now.
2: Yeah, I'm. I it's counterintuitive, but I think I think it helps Wentz. It doesn't hurt Wentz because it takes a little bit of pressure off of him, and Like, pressure from the defense. If the defense is not exactly sure what's coming, like they seem to be pretty much every other time, then he's going to
3: have a little bit more time to throw. You're right. Now, I I think the offense overall, depending on these injuries, is going to look a lot different. So, like, Deshaun Jackson, I would expect him to be back uh, Thursday night. (laughs) I mean, we'll see. Alshon, maybe. We'll see there. But – Miles Sanders has a knee injury. Zach Ertz has an ankle injury.
2: I'm gonna tell you, they're gonna if when Alshon Jeffrey's back, he's gonna be playing like over Travis Fulgham for a, like an amount of time, and it is going to be infuriating.
3: Well, what I was gonna say is is like if if you don't have Ertz and you, and you don't have Sanders, I would play a lot of like four and five wide. I would do a lot of empty, and. Uh, I I'd get the ball out quickly with, with Wentz. Maybe you do four wide and you have Hurts on, on the field too, right? Um, but I'm just saying if 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 you don't have Ertz, and I don't know, but oftentimes when a guy gets hurt on a Sunday and, and then you have the quick turnaround for Thursday, it can be tough. If you don't have Ertz out there and you don't have Miles Sanders out there, I don't think you just run this offense with – boston scott and richard rogers right mm, like i, I think rad. that's we gotta think, get
2: we're gonna get to dick rad because i think <laughs> but he's i i think i think that's where here.
3: i think that's where you become creative and what you do there is you start to look at at your personnel and and say all right how do we do the best with this personnel not just let's let's plug player y in for player x
2: well, yeah, I mean, I think that's that's sort of what I'm saying with Hertz too. Exactly. I mean, you, know, exactly. you get your best players on the field, and exactly. he's definitely one of their best players.
3: Now that being said, if if Hertz and Sanders are fine, and you have Deshaun back, and you know, then it becomes a different question. Then then you want to see Wentz with this offense closer, at at least at the skill spots, to what you envisioned.
2: I guess. I mean, I still want to see. I still want to see the two quarterback stuff.
3: I'm, I'm, I am on board with anything that is creative at this point.
2: Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, find find an identity. Those
3: first six drives, those first, those first six drives cannot be rationalized away or excused. They had negative 12 yards, right? Through
2: five drives.
3: I mean, it's, it, it was, it was that bad. So, uh, yeah, so I, I am on, on board there and. And I really, don't... like,
2: and 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 I mean, I know that they came back, and were within a two-point conversion of tying this game, but the the game was lost in those first six drives. Like, the game is basically over.
3: Yes, yeah. I mean, I mean, you're playing differently, you know. So that's, you're absolutely right. Now, now, do you want to talk about that two-point conversion while you brought it up?
2: Yeah. Well, let's let's talk about the sequence because, okay. Uh, so they get the completion to Dick Rod which let me pull up the, the play by Richard Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I given mean, our given our No, I know our, our, episode, our I know our audience yeah. understands it. I'm no, like, I know.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, so they get the completion to Richard Rodgers at the 6-yard line with about with 250 left. And I said to you as that after that completion, they need to go quickly and try to score before the 2-minute warning in case they don't get the two-point conversion, then they will still have two stoppages because they had one timeout remaining. They lollygag to the ball and hand off to Boston Scott, who goes to the one-yard line for five yards, and that's the two-minute warning. So they wasted all of that time. That was a bad job. Then they come out of the two-minute warning, having had the entire two-minute warning to think about what they're going to do, They score the sneak, and then it takes them forever to get out of the huddle before the two-point conversion. So they're rushing to the line with, like, five seconds left. They have to set Rodgers in motion, and they call the, you know, the Garbanzo Beans uh, zone read, and it's blown up. And it's a bad call, I think, but it's also terrible execution because I'm pretty sure that the guy who comes free – To make the tackle, which who I think was Matthew Judon, I'm pretty sure Richard Rogers is supposed to block him, and that's also easier said than done. Richard Rogers may not have been able to block him, but I think he just totally misses that assignment. That's the whole reason he's coming over to that side in motion. That's my understanding.
3: Yeah. So you made a good point when we were as as we watched in real time, uh, which was by virtue of them snapping it like right before the clock. Baltimore can make a jump on on you there, so so, so right. they can be the aggressor. Um, Jason Kelsey didn't seem to think the play clock component of it was a big deal because it's not a play that requires a lot of calls at the line of scrimmage. Uh, but I think the, the the point you mentioned has 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 validity, and you can tell me like I'm I'm sure Doug Peterson's rash and and, and to his credit, Doug Peterson said it was a bad play call. Or he didn't say it was a bad play call. He needs to put the team in a better situation. He took responsibility for that. Uh, but I'm 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 sure their justification for the play call would be that you know that they saw it on, on, on film that if it's blocked he can like he can get right in. Bottom line is like he had no shot at scoring that with the way the play was executed. So whether it was Richard Rodgers whom, whom, whom who made the error, I don't want to hear what the intent was. The execution was not even close. No.
2: Yeah, so I mean that was terrible, but the, I mean they had the you had the whole two point you had the whole two minute warning to think about what your play call was going to be. Why does it take so long to get the play in?
3: You're absolutely right. You are absolutely right. Maddening, absolutely. Maddening. And and you, you you knew you needed a, a two point conversion there too. So right, I imagine you you have right.
2: one. And you called need. a You called a quarterback sneak, so it's not like I mean you you should have had you should have had the next play
3: in the holster. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Now, I, I do want to say, like, I, I, I've, I've been seeing a bit on social media um, this criticism of Doug Peterson going for the two-point conversion w- on the first touchdown down 17-6, and, or it, it made it 17-6. He's trying to make it 17-8. Um, I understood what Doug Peterson was was trying to do, but I, I also think, like, it's totally immaterial in looking back at the game because they, they thereafter converted to uh, uh, two two-point conversions. So they had 28 points through four touchdowns anyways, right? So right, that's true. So like this idea that right, well right, that were, he, yeah. that, he a good point. that he he cost them for by going for it earlier, if he had just kicked extra points earlier, it wouldn't have been 30-29, right? It would have
2: been the exact same score. Yeah, right. so
3: so I I don't put much into that.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. And they wouldn't have and if they had just kicked extra points, they wouldn't have had an opportunity to um to tie the game with a two-point conversion. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, I, I uh, and I believe I'm pretty sure the um, the analytics do say that going from eleven to nine is, is yes. worth it there. So uh, that makes sense. Um, that play call was not great though. That one that that other two point conversion that failed that yeah. that was a that was a hurts play. Um, so the, worth mentioning the,
3: that the two two point conversions they converted were both passing plays. Both yeah. To the right I mean, side I'd, of... I'd
2: certainly like to see a pass.
3: Now I I've, I've seen some. I've I've seen some numbers that suggest that running the ball in two point conversions are is actually better. Yeah, um, but uh, but I know that that Wentz roll out to the right uh, that that worked a few times for them.
0: Yeah, now, I don't,
2: love, don't, the, like I don't love the the half, yeah. ha, the half field stuff, mm-hmm. but that's fair.
0: Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with twenty four seven U.S. based live customer service from Discover.
2: Okay. Um, is there anything else we should talk about on offense? On Fulgham, offense. I mean Fulgham is a, is just is a man. <laughs> He's the best player on the team.
3: Yeah, I mean he he went up and get it. He's unbelievable. It's, I mean Miles Sanders. They've is, fallen
2: ass backwards into like a number one into a, receiver. Into a, into a
3: good receiver. Yeah, you're you're you are correct about that. Uh Hightower gets open downfield, by the way. He just he he has to yeah, make that, to make that mean, first catch. Yeah. Um, and uh I, I imagine even was, that second catch was like <laughs> it was close, yeah. <laughs> he just barely caught yeah. it. Uh Ertz, ten targets, four catches, still wasn't Eesh. fixed there. And then we'll see what happens with the knee. Oh I'm sorry, with the with the ankle. He was getting that worked on, went back in, and then it got hurt again. Uh Greg Warden made that great catch along the sideline. That was
2: an unbelievable catch.
3: Yeah, that was a nice one. Um Jason Kroom. <laughs> Wide open on his catch, like he was. So that was right in front of us in the in the press box, and he was just standing there with his hands up for about five seconds.
2: So I hope, I believe that was his only snap of the game, and I don't think he had any offensive. He, you know He might have had an offensive snap last week. I like the idea of a guy who plays only one snap all season and it's a touchdown. It's <laughs> touchdown? a very moonlight Graham.
3: <laughs> yeah, we'll,
2: we'll I mean, see what the, the snap counts, of moonlight are. Graham, but. We'll see uh, this Hold on, I'm let me look. More. Let me see if he had any. Oh, he played two snaps against uh against nice Pittsburgh. Sweep. That's too bad. Okay. Well, let um, see still if you have a game with one one snap one touchdown. That's pretty good.
3: So the uh, running game Miles Sanders, I mean, ag- again, now he 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 obviously has to hold on to the ball, but 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 these explosive runs, second week in a row, uh with a big run, nine carries, 118 yards. He would have had more carries if he didn't go out um, but, uh, right. but yeah, I mean that's that's uh, that yeah, a 74 little bit, yard run
2: and a little bit better with so that would be what uh, eight carries for thirty four yards taking away yeah the, yeah, the, yeah the, taking away the
3: seven forty yeah, so, yeah that's still not bad so yeah much better
2: than much better than last week
3: um, and and look credit to JJ like you know I I, I saw some criticism or, or not some criticism but him being made fun of for the way he celebrated on on that touchdown yeah. no like, he he ran you know, 80 yards downfield was in the right spot. Like, he, he deserves to celebrate that one. He this deserves man. a lot
2: of credit. Yeah. And it is the like it is the absolutely platonic ideal of a J.J. Ortega-Whiteside touchdown. <laughs> yes. For him to be blocking downfield 70 yards, like, dominating his guy, and then to recover the fumble. Like, that is great. He deserves that. He should feel good. That is what he is best at. I mean, he also had – Zero catches for zero yards in this game. No, he he caught uh, the
3: uh, two point conversion.
2: He did. Yeah, he yeah. did catch the two point conversion. You're right. Um, I think they need to just like uh, forget about Hakeem Butler. Just make JJ a tight end.
3: <laughs> That's a valid look. There, there might be something to it. Like he can, uh, he can lose block. I mean, I mean Butler. They clearly he's don't a better block. blocker than
2: Richard Rodgers.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know how he is as an inline blocker, but. Mm. But, but certainly on the perimeter he's a, he's a good blocker
2: get him on that um who was it the, the andre dillard uh uh milkshake oh yeah 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 that's true from his time in washington that's state true. let's 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 beef up jj let's turn him let's turn him into something else let's you know let's and make he- um chicken like uh, what's what's like the the most unhealthy thing chicken you could let's make chicken fingers out of uh, chicken s is that good
3: does that work? Our chicken fingers on. Well, yeah, I guess chicken fingers aren't healthy. But, uh, that's. All right, fair enough. You're okay. Right. Uh, now, now Carson's 40 yard run, that was impressive as well. That, I mean, that was funny.
2: Funny that how? Yeah. Well, it's like it, it, they just, he just kept going. It was like they didn't think he was going to keep going. He just, he kept, they thought he was going to run out of bounds or yeah. something. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Um, Okay. Anything else on uh, on the offense? I mean, the Ravens were like Carson Wentz was getting pummeled in this yeah. game. Yeah,
3: destroyed. I mean, and, uh, and I got to go back. And that, and is a, and,
2: that is a that is a that is a career high. Sixteen hits.
3: Yes. I, it, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, he was he was tough. Just uh, getting up. Actually, the question was posed to Doug that. Uh, Wentz and Kelsey were the only two ones left, and, and he's like, yeah, and they were banged up too. Right. So I I wonder if 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 Carson was was pretty sore after that game.
2: I don't think you have to wonder. I think yeah. you just sort of know. True. True. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Oh, you know what my other thing is? What's that? You have you you have one in. I don't understand this. Okay. You got six guys out and only one inactive. Why is the one inactive Nate Sudfeld? Like, first of all, that tells you how low on the totem pole he is. But it's really, it's really worth it f- to have the fourth tight end, fourth, uh, yeah, or the fourth running back instead of the third quarterback. Like, is it? Are, are you really going to be that much worse off if you have to have, uh, you know, if you have to go to Jason Huntley? If like you just don't, you, you just put a, t- a tight end back there. Or you put Jalen Hurts back there; you don't have to have a fourth running back.
3: Yeah, and and, and like, Frank, this is the question, upside
2: of, of if two quarterbacks go down, much worse. Yeah, this downside? was the
3: question that that came up last year in the in the playoff game. You know, right when they had when they had Sudfeld inactive, and uh, and after after the game, the question came up: Did you consider having Sudfeld active? Because obviously McCown was well, McCown got hurt in that game. Right. So I
2: mean, I get it usually, but when you only have one guy.
3: Exactly. No, you didn't. You're and absolutely. And you right. called
2: up Jason Krum like.
3: And I don't think Hakeem Butler played.
2: No, he didn't. So. And I don't think Huntley. And I don't think Huntley. Huntley
3: played. returned a kickoff.
2: Oh, okay. He he That's got in at the end of the
3: game to return a kick. Yeah.
2: Uh. Well, Butler. Oh, uh, Butler. Butler played because he was. I think he was a gunner.
3: Was he? Okay.
2: Yeah, he's playing special teams.
3: All right. That's a big gunner. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's a big gunner. Uh. Yeah. It's a big old gunner now. Okay. All right, let's talk about the defense. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they were not the story in this game, but uh, they were not great. Uh, the defensive line I thought was very good, and Brandon Graham in particular I thought was was a monster in this game. But the, the D tackles too, what did you think? You, I know you were keeping an eye on the, the D line.
3: Yeah, no, I, I thought they played better. Now, Now Lamar Jackson is hard to take down. There were times when when they had Lamar eaten up and, and Lamar couldn't, uh, couldn't get down um, or they couldn't get Lamar down. He, they sacked him three times. Uh, Let's see how many times they hit him. Um, They hit him three times. So so they sacked him three times, hit him three times. Uh, Malik Jackson had two quarterback hits and a really big sack, a a sack that took points off the board. It was a curious decision for Harbaugh to punt it there, but I guess he just had no confidence in the Eagles' offense. Yeah. Um, The the interesting thing on, on defense today, I'm curious what you thought, was Jalen Mills moving over? to or were moving back to safety and then they had Roby Coleman at 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 corner uh and they used Will Parks as the third safety. I I thought with Will Parks being back they would go Mills at corner and Parks as as the as the second safety.
2: Yeah, it was interesting. And Mills ended up uh, leaving the game but then returned. Mm-hmm. Um so he should be okay. Um I, my reads on this were twofold. One, I think it was in in this game sort of daring uh, you know, you, you put the onus on the Ravens to throw the ball, uh, and so you you keep that you put Mills at safety instead of a corner because I think you you're not as worried about your second corner. Now it was funny because the very first third down of the game they just throw right at Roby Coleman and get an easy completion on third and ten. Um, and then the other thing is I think I think they're expecting Avante Maddox back on Thursday, so you just sort of you you just try to settle back into uh, Mills at safety with Parks. Uh, those three guys. That's a good Because point. you're also down Epps and Kayvon Wallace got hurt in this game, so uh, we did. Actually yeah, that was get scary. See, we did get to see two snaps on defense of Elijah Riley all the way back there. And guess what? They forced a the punt,
3: baby. <laughs> and his his cheering section was right in front of us. Mm,
2: yes. So was the uh, the Sean Bradley family. So yes. shout out to the Bradleys. Um, yeah. So those were those were my reads on on Mills.
3: Yeah, I, I think that's a good way. Of, I mean, they got to uh, stop. They got
2: to stop trying to pretend that Roby Coleman can play on the outside if they think yeah. that that's a solution.
3: Now, uh, uh, at linebacker, it looked at, at least a bit like Alex Singleton's ahead of Nate Gary, or at least in that dime package.
2: Well, yeah, I think they actually made a change at halftime, but in the first half, bring back yeah uh, Singleton was the dime linebacker, and then I think they went back to Gary in the second half. Singleton, I think. That long touchdown run—I'm not sure if it was on Singleton or Gary, but I think it was on Singleton. I'll have to rewatch it. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I mean, you've got bad linebackers against a a team that, in which a game in which linebackers matter. So uh, Bradley played in base. Davion Taylor played. uh, They they had probably five or six. Uh, four linebacker snaps, so exciting for the third round pick to finally get on the field on defense.
3: And had uh, had another special teams penalty and it could have been very costly. <laughs> it's true. It was close to being costly.
2: Uh, yeah. What is he doing? <laughs> he, he just ran into the he ran into the punter. Yeah, like, now
3: but if it was a rough. He, didn't, team, know, he yeah. didn't know the rules. Yeah.
2: He thought that was allowed.
3: <laughs> I don't think he thought it was allowed.
2: Unbelievable. Okay. Uh, what else on the defense? Anything else?
3: Uh, we we covered all th- all three phases there. so no, nothing jumped out. I mean, I I, I thought. Oh, the did first you think,
2: drive, go, go, Sorry. I thought ahead.
3: the first drive, the third and ten, third and eleven. I, th- I thought that was bad. You have to get off the field on those third downs. Yeah, come on. And uh, and they did make an adjustment, and and they they actually finished pretty decently on third downs overall. Let me pull up the numbers. Um, but when I went back and. And looked at the final numbers. It was so yeah. So six of sixteen on on third downs, but that was after the after Baltimore started well. So they made a decent adjustment there. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I, I I think you you can't discount the fact that Lamar Jackson had nine carries, 108 yards, a 37-yard touchdown. And uh, I'm I'm sick of hearing like other than that one big play. You you can't dismiss yeah. that one big play. That's that's part of it. Like other than one big play, Miles Sanders only had thirty something yards, right?
2: Right. Uh, we we should think of a, a replacement for uh, you know other other than that. How was the play, Mrs. Lincoln? Let's <laughs> think of a let's think of a new a new one to use. <laughs>
3: uh, I mean, I was I thought something. Uh, well, let's ones, let's I workshop. I won't it. go oh. there. Yeah, yeah. I okay. can go there for you.
2: What was it? Was it a Javon Curse reference?
3: Oh no 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 no.
2: no. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh, there were, Actually, I saw.
3: Some, and, and that's something we should open up to our uh, listeners. Yeah. Send us any ideas.
2: Yeah. Hashtag, hashtag. Other than. Other than. Yeah. Hashtag other than BWF. Yeah. BWF.
3: Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Yeah. Not a that's podcast like, other than, than BWF. Other than BWF.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I saw some, some hand wringing on the decision at the end of the first half after Travis Fulgham nearly caught that Hail Mary. Um, and then Wentz was roughed. Uh there was some thought that, that maybe the Eagles should have tried to go for a touchdown from like the thirty five yard line instead of kicking that fifty. Oh no yard way. No um, way. And I am like, believe me, gung ho always to uh you know, get on Doug for not being aggressive enough and he should be aggressive. I thought that was a I, I thought that was totally fine to kick the field goal there. Yeah,
3: abs- absolutely. Abs absolutely. Um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I, the, 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 yeah, the the field goal is a much better probability there than the touchdown.
2: Yeah, and the points still matter. The, you know, the game, the game is not absolutely really decided
3: as we saw at the end.
2: Um. Okay. What about uh, you know? Of course, of course, he's going to be prickly at one four and one. But I, I think you're right that the uh, you know the combativeness or the indifference of Doug Peterson's press conferences uh, has is becoming a bit of a the act is getting old, I think
3: well, it's 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 not just doug. it's it's like the players, too. You know, i I just don't want to hear how hard and resilient you know how resilient you guys are. I get it. you are Well, and i don't it's even an idea that
2: stuff. like it, there there's this thing with Doug now where he's just like he like he pretends like any like any question asked is a ridiculous. Oh, question, he, he, and yeah. like he ha, how dare he be asked? Such yeah, a Les question, Bowen
3: like- asked asked a perfectly reasonable question today about why the first the uh, the offense was so bad in the first half and we outlined what the numbers were and Doug needed to catch his breath before he could answer. Did you watch the game? Yeah. Um and look John Hightower should have had so that pissy. catch. But but the reason John Hightower's playing by the way is because you, you had this plan for Deshaun Jackson to be you know uh to be a big part of your offense, right? Yeah. Um so and, and then, and then overall, it's it's just I I uh, the offense was 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 bad, and he needs to own up to it. And, and it can't be a play here or a, a play there. Like also injuries, I I get injuries are a reason for this, but no one's saying that 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 win in San Francisco should be taken off the board because they played against Nick Mullins, a quarterback, right? Yeah, so. It works both ways, you know.
2: Yeah, Doug even threw in that like they they almost beat a healthy team. Like 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 <laughs> yeah. he, he was focusing on the fact that the Ravens are healthy in uh, in contrast to them. Like, uh, let's come on, you guys have been you guys have been injured for four years in a row. Let's let's not pretend like you should be surprised.
3: Yeah, and and plus on my uh, on my way to the game, I was, I was listening to, to Jeff Reebek on the radio, and he was saying how um, you know the Ravens were. We're obviously missing Brandon Williams, uh, who's who's their big nose tackle. They're missing Derek Wolf. Derek Wolf. So, so they had some questions there on the My on the cousin. defensive line too. Um, but no, the Eagles were the the, the the more beat up team. But like you said, it's it's been that way here for four years. And the fact that the Eagles came back from What a five and seven record in, or I'm sorry, four and six record in 2018, and a five and second and a five and seven record in 2019. That shows you that that this is a tough-minded team. It's a team that doesn't give up. This is part of their identity. But there's also a reason why they're always in this hole, right? Like that's that's part of it too, you know. And and I I just don't. Say that they win these next three games, and they're four four and one, and they go on this crusade. Nobody believed in us. <laughs> like, like, there's still a 500 team that that, that, that yeah. just beat the Giants, Cowboys, and Giants, right? So, I just think that they need to be realistic about what their issues are, and their issues right now are more than injuries. It's not just it's not just playing with only Wentz and Kelsey. It's the way you're playing. It's the way you're coaching. There's there's a lot that goes into this right now.
0: Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.
2: So the Eagles have the quick turnaround. They play Thursday night against the Giants at home. Then they'll play Sunday night against the Cowboys after that. Then it's the bye and then they play the Giants. Obviously, a three-game stretch that will be uh, pivotal in the Deciding the outcome uh, of the division and helping to turn this season around. Right now, water gun to your back. Mm-hmm. What's their record over the next three games? Two and one. I think so too. I think they lose one of the Giants' games.
3: Okay. And and look, if you're two and one, and they're three, five and one, they they still have a shot. <laughs> of course they do. It's yeah. so stupid. I mean,
2: I really like six nine and one wins this division.
3: Washington, that Washington loss is looking like worse and worse by the the day.
2: Well, yeah. Unbelievable. Um, What do you think about Thursday night? Who do you think they get back?
3: Uh, I would say they get back. Deshaun? Mm
2: -hmm.
3: I don't know about Alshon. Uh, I think see.
2: no. I still think no. Alshon. You still think no. Alshon. But I think Maddox plays.
3: Yeah, yeah. I I think Deshaun and Maddox. That's a good point. Maddox was limited last week. I the mean, guys, I thought the was going to play this week. So the guys eligible to come off IR would be Goddard. I don't think he's ready yet. Uh, Rager. I guess I I wouldn't think he's 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 ready yet. Um. So those two, and then I don't know about Pryor. I, I mean, I guess I guess yeah, prior's yes. one that. Um, that you need to see how how that goes. You'll pet a baby. Uh, Let's do it. Let's sue lane. It. Well, do you think Lane's back?
2: Oh, good. Call. I forgot about Lane.
3: I mean, that's a big one.
2: Yeah, that's an interesting one. And it
3: wouldn't surprise me, by the way. Well, it if, depends on, if on the, the I, Eagles... I bet
2: it. De- I bet it depends on the severity of Driscoll's injury. Okay. I bet if point. Driscoll's out, then lane, yeah, lane will tough it out.
3: It, it 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 wouldn't surprise me if if on some of these injuries. You know the and and if some of these guys were close, the Eagles looked at the quick turnaround and said like that Giants game is more important than the Ravens game. I you think know, that's l- possible. Let's let's get you to the Giants game.
2: Right, especially with a guy like Deshaun. Exactly. Now we didn't talk about this because it happened after the show on Friday, but uh, you know as we continue to malign the decisions being made on the uh, borders of the Eagles roster, they did have. Deshaun Jackson and Devontae Maddox missed three straight games mm-hmm. while staying on the active roster when they could have been put on IR. Um, yeah, we spoke I feel about like this. Have, I feel like they should have put Deshaun on IR.
3: We spoke about this earlier this year when, and I asked Doug Peterson about it. Like there's... You did, you asked him, you asked him a good question. That this is, I, I understand that they, they don't like to give public timetables on, on, on these injuries, but this year more than ever, you need to have... A good sense of the prognosis of an injury because of the roster spots, uh, and and I I think now there there's been benefit of Deshaun practicing I suppose, but certainly both those guys uh, have not had a full practice during these these this three week period. So you would think that if if they could take three weeks, they get healthy, then they'd be back, um, and 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 it, I mean now.
2: Two things. One, it's true that like you know, it's a, it's it like anything else, it's a risk reward calculation, and so you know the upside of getting Deshaun back for a game is probably worth it, even if it's only a forty five percent chance that he's going to make it back. The flip side to that is Deshaun Jackson doesn't need practice. Yeah, you're right. Like you don't need to see him practice. He can go or he can't go. That's fine. Like
3: also, you 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 talked about the two hill decision. And I, I I understand that that you are, um, you're hurting a player if you cut them later in in the week. But well, what was the impetus for making that there move? There was now? no
2: reason to cut them on Tuesday. You wait and see what happens. And guess what? what? An extra spot opened up because Matt Pryor. Is living with someone with COVID. Like, yes. So, why release him on Tuesday? They didn't. They like. What happens if Will Parks and Vinnie Curry, one of them, gets re-injured in practice? Exactly. And you don't that, yeah. Need to use that spot. It was asinine.
3: So, so they always had this idea of cutting somebody because clearly they they wanted to bring Curry and Parks up, so they needed to open a roster spot. They couldn't have predicted that Pryor would would go on the COVID list, right? So there was going to be some type of move to be made, um, and and one would think that if. If they had cut two-hill on Thursday, right? He, he yeah, you, cleared... It's
2: less likely he gets claimed. Yeah,
3: he clears waivers Friday. No one's claiming him Friday when they are playing Sunday. Some... It, it just makes sense. Well, they might. But to yeah, me. It, yeah, but
2: it's less likely.
3: It's less likely, yeah. At, at that point, though, teams already kind of have their game day rosters.
2: Well, yeah, but that doesn't mean, yeah. I mean, like a team like Washington could still claim him. True, true. They don't care about the season as much. True. But cutting him on Tuesday was in, was it made no sense? There was there was absolutely no reason to do it.
3: And I, I I bring that up because we discussed this on the show Friday because of the practice squad promotions, the roster flexibility you have this year. A mis you know if if Deshaun isn't back within a three week period, it doesn't hurt you on, on on game day. Where I think it hurts you is the roster spots. Is it's it's a chance to have a guy on your 53.
2: Well, well, I'll be rooting for Casey Tuhill as he continues his career uh, with a better run organization.
3: Was he active today?
2: I don't think so. I have no idea.
3: Hold on, I am I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to pull that up real okay. quick as as you uh as you talk for a moment. 2019 Giants.
2: Was there anything else?
3: Tuhill was Tuhill was active today.
2: Wow, well, good for him.
3: Uh, un- unless he yeah, he, he was not among the inactives, and uh, so I I don't, I don't know if he had to go through a, a COVID protocol there oh, and took him some time. He,
2: yeah, he he's not on the he's not on here. He, yeah, oh, okay, so they got so the he exemption. must he's still be on the exemption.
3: Yeah, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Or, or, or or wait, I am looking at the wrong roster here. I've
2: got it up. He, he, you got it? Up. Okay. Yeah, he's okay. not on here. Um, did uh, anything else jump out at you from the, the post game interviews?
3: Uh, no, I I thought Kelsey was. Was good about you know uh, he said that injuries he he hasn't been a part of something this drastic but but this happens you're judged based on on wins and losses uh, I, I I thought he had a good perspective on it um yeah no no nothing else really jumped out at me there
2: well Zach I've got some exciting breaking news for you courtesy mm-hmm. of Marissa and reported by Tom Pellicero. Are you ready for this? Yes. Are you sitting down? Yes. Okay. Hold on to your seats. I don't want you to. I don't want you. I don't want you to like fly away. Okay. The Eagles are re-signing Sharif Miller to their practice squad. Source said. The fourth round pick in 2019, Miller was waived last month and was claimed by the Panthers, who who subsequently waived him, and now Miller is headed back to Philadelphia
3: to their practice squad. Right. Yes <laughs> okay <laughs> all right that's that's the, uh, the breaking news at 10:30 p.m
2: <laughs> So you chose two hill over Sharif Miller and then you just decided it didn't matter.
3: I mean it's, it's look, I fine. Think it's, of course yeah, it's fine to bring him back on the practice squad exactly but
2: it's the same thing well, always it's, it's always old faces.
3: It's I mean I think this is different Sharif Miller is like 22 years old.
2: It's um, fine. He was the
3: developmental player to begin with, so I,
2: uh, yeah, that's yeah. You know, he should be on the team instead of Vinny Curry. Okay, but, fair, like, but I'm saying uh, I know
3: he's the kind of guy you should have on 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 your practice. It's squad. totally fine, but it's like here we go again. I mean, I I I don't think that I I actually think it's they're 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 fortunate they're fortunate to get him back. I mean, they're
2: not that fortunate. The Panthers are like desperate for young players, and they didn't think he was worth keeping. <laughs> Panthers around, are
3: so. the Panthers are a good team. Matt Rule. I think the
2: Panthers are dangerously close to becoming the uh, official team of Birds with Friends, but they did not have a good. Uh, they did not, did not have a good game today.
3: I was all over that one though, over Matt Rule. I'm saying.
2: I think I was over the. I was. I think I was going over on the Panthers too. I like the Panthers heading into this year. I like Matt Rule.
3: Yeah, little league coach in Philly. Okay.
2: Yeah. You think he, he talked no, about moral victories? You love a, a Philly guy. You think well, that's probably why of you like that's why you like Sharif Miller back. He's a Philly guy. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's true. That's true. Uh, any, the Ravens owner Steve Bisciotti is uh, he was born in Philly. I didn't know that. Yeah, South Philly.
2: In Jihad Ward, right?
3: Yep, yep. And then he he went to like a prep school in New York okay. before going to Illinois. Any other any other Ravens? Uh, let's see. There. are... Uh, no, I mean Nick Boyle's a Delaware guy, right? Mm. I don't it's hard
2: be. not to not to not to hear "poil" when you hear Boyle, you know?
3: Uh no no he he went Delaware. No, I think he's from Jersey. But um no, I think that I, I, I would have to go back and look at their roster.
2: Okay. Uh all right. Anything else we need to talk about?
3: This is a good pod. Good pod. Anything else Definitely you want to bring? Up? Debatable. <laughs> Marissa, what do you think?
2: Sorry to put you on the spot. Oh, uh, we lost her. Yeah. No, I'm here. This okay. is finally, a, I finally was the mute. time when she decided <laughs> yes. to do something completely different.
1: <laughs> no, I was on mute. I had to like find the tab so I could unmute myself because I was listening so attentively. Yeah, because
2: you, so, you had like eight other tabs open of things that were much more interesting.
1: <laughs> no, I was monitoring Twitter for that mm, like extremely right. interesting breaking news. At that was 10, very effective. PM. That was good. I actually sent it to you and then was, you were not on Slack. So I sent it to Zach too. So uh, that was fair. So, but I was actually curious who would see it first at that point. So that, was that's a a good, that is a good test. Of...
2: <laughs> a tough day for you, Marissa. Again, Marissa's yeah. Titans keep rolling.
3: Seriously.
1: I will say it like cracks me up when I get a notification mm. right after the Titans pull out again, <laughs> another last second win, like out of nowhere every single week. And people tweet at me. Yeah, so they've got your like... picture
2: up in their in their uh, on their bulletin board.
1: Yes, <laughs> totally. But it makes me laugh when every all the birds of friends listeners tweet at me after that happens. So at least you know, as I see my uh, eight and a half under slowly slipping away, at least I get some. It's not over yet. Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. on On their bulletin board, it's it's Marissa and it's everyone who uh, criticized them for working out without masks yeah, exactly. or, or right. working out um, <laughs> uh, during the uh, COVID period.
2: America's cucks.
3: <laughs> All right. I don't know if they were wearing masks or, or not, so I take that back. I, I don't know what they were. Wearing. I doubt they were. I I don't know. <sighs> okay. okay.
2: Uh all right. Well uh we so we've got a, a different scheduling week this week. Yes. I think we are going to do a live pod on Wednesday afternoon, when or late morning. Our normal Friday pod, we're gonna roll in our the two weekly pods to one for a supersized live show on Wednesday. Does that sound good?
3: During the day, so yeah, during the workday. Looking forward to that one.
1: Yeah, we and can, then we'll have a post pod, of course.
2: And then we'll have yes, and then of course. We'll and have that's a post uh, on Thursday, early Friday morning.
3: Yeah, and, um, and I, I think
2: I, uh, I think Sheila is going to have to be on the hook to join us for that
3: one. It's a prime time game. I'm I'm just going to warn our uh, listeners: these next two weeks or these these next two games, I'm sorry ahead of time. I'm I'm going to be exhausted. Yeah, well, you and me both. <laughs> yeah, but you have better reason, right? debatable we got, actually yeah, we, yeah. I, I mean these I could mean, be your last uh, these could be warm-ups for you yeah right? exactly yeah you're gonna need to be you're not gonna get a
2: lot of sleep right now to begin with so. yeah
3: so, so 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 you gotta be working on on the on the 2 a.m 3 a.m alertness
2: i'm already awake at 2 a.m 3 a.m so that's not a problem all right uh well that'll do it i guess the eagles fall to 1 4 and 1 uh, oh, let me look at my notes here. One thing I have written down uh, before the game, Sophocles Skortscanides. Do you remember him? No. Oh. The big Greek basketball Oh, player.
3: okay, yeah, like the 6'9", like two, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. For yeah, whatever
2: we- reason, today was a weird enough day that I sat down in the press box and... The name Sophocles Scortscanides came to mind. I didn't know how to pronounce his last name. Absolutely okay. no idea why I haven't thought about him in at least a decade.
3: So That's a wonderful addition to the podcast. Right when we had a natural wrap-up and we were we really were, we were rolling. <laughs> we had to bring that one up, right?
1: Well, maybe you thought of it for the baby name bracket. Ooh,
3: yeah, well that's right. Sophocles, yeah, Sophocles Wolf. Wolf. I like that one.
2: I think yeah. that's not bad. <laughs> yeah that's that's the last thing I have on my notes so there you go alright well for uh, Zach and Marissa and Sheil I'm Bo thanks for listening we will talk to you on YouTube on Wednesday and as always how do you say we love you in Greek let's find out
3: we appreciate you listening
2: uh, let's see Say... Agapame!